Thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. Remember to subscribe to our free podcast so you won't miss any of our illuminating content. Here is episode 210. That's when I decided I need to change the way I view things. I need to change the way I look at the world, that there's actually opportunity a moment. You know, if I choose it, then that's a path for me that I want to chase. Benjamin Franklin once said, Do not curse the darkness, rather light a candle instead. If you're ready to set your mind on fire, then prepare yourself for the Luminous Mind with your host, Rebecca Bowman. Today's fire starter is Shelley Jorgensen. Shelly is married to Brett Jorgensen, and they are the proud parents of five, as well as a new grandma of little Lisa Pearl. She's the owner of three companies. How Women Win is her third. Her motto of, I only do what I love, and if I don't love it, and the rest, you'll have to learn in today's podcast. Shelly has figured out the recipe of doing what she loves in life, and How Women Win teaches that to ladies all over the world. And now, How Women Win has the power to connect women in business internationally. Monthly, women from all industries meet on the veranda, a virtual networking event from the comfort of your home or office. Women dive quickly into trusting relationships, learn about family and business, and dive into needs, issues, and problem solving to help each other untangle the issues of a growing business together. Come find How Women Win on Facebook, and if you are a business owner, search out the veranda for future virtual event dates, or simply email Shelly and her team at how.women.win at gmail.com. Welcome, Shelly. Hey, thanks, Rebecca. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm really grateful and excited to talk to your audience. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more about how you help women win. But before we get into any of that, please tell our audience a little bit more about yourself. Well, thank you. I live in Idaho, actually, and uh, love the great outdoors. I'm the mother of five cute kids. Actually, they've all outgrown me almost by now. (laughs) And um, actually had my first grandbaby this summer. So I adore this. (laughs) <laughs> it's so fun. I get butterflies in my stomach when I hold her. It's, it, it's that cool. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a runner. I love to run and lift weights and uh, I've got horses. So uh, living in Idaho is a perfect plan for that. Do a lot of endurance racing on my horse quest. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, <laughs> he likes to win. I don't mind. <laughs> So he's a, it's a fun experience. You get to see a lot of country very fast. <laughs> so, <I would> imagine. <laughs> yeah. So I've been married to um, my high school sweetheart now for 27 years. Um, wow. Met in a small town in Washington. We were a bunch of, a couple of farm kids. He was a, a cute boy on the football team and I chased him down. That's a true story. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, and I'm trying to act like I don't know Shelly. Um, I actually, we were neighbors for quite a few years before we just recently moved. Um, she's an amazing lady, and she's got a really great message that she's been crafting for several years and working on. But give us an idea of, like, you know, a background to 
how you, you know, what the inspiration was behind your message and kind of that background information of where you've came from in your business pursuits. All right. Oh, I will. So kind of had a, you know, entrepreneurial heart my whole life. Grew up um, with a a dad that always said you need to work for yourself. And, you know, he's a farmer, right? So mm-hmm. that's what they do. And and so throughout my life, I haven't always had that opportunity. But as my children have grown up, I have. And so How Women Win is fairly new uh, company, but it is my third company. I am an, also an executive at another company. So I've got a lot of irons in the fire, but have a tremendous desire to, I, I have a motto in life. And my motto is that I only do what I love. And if I don't love what I'm doing, then I have two choices, as do all of us. And those choices are you either figure out how to love it or you stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so you either it's either a mindset change and you decide, okay, no, I have to do this. So I better figure out how to love it. Or you just change your change your path. And so I have built a couple of companies and then helped this other company grow into uh, a great company. And so in doing that, I thought, actually was in my yard one day and I was I was working in my garden and I had this thought that I needed to help women learn uh, what I know and what I've experienced because I really do believe that there's a recipe to success in life. And I had been uh, lucky enough to experience it in realizing that I felt like I had a message to share that I had to put something together to do it. And so I went on this journey for about a year in studying digital marketing and Facebook marketing and how to create a product that was available internationally and was online. And so so I had this idea, okay, I've got to create something that's available everywhere. And now I need to package it into a message that makes sense to sell and to help a lot of people, I hope, in a lot of good ways. And so it was a journey, like all you know, all of us do. We have to we first we know we have something, then we gotta figure out what the something is. And so actually my uh my dad was visiting and <laughs> like a teenager at 80 years old, likes to visit late into the night. And uh, we were visiting and I actually went in uh, to go to bed. And before I went to bed, I got my journal out quick and wrote down the whole entire um, course, the whole name. I named it How Women Win. Here's the seven modules. And it just was like super, felt super inspired to to write it. And now I can't even explain to you how exciting it is to have people grasp onto it and follow it and learn from it and, and watch what have I have learned help them. Like it's beautiful to me. It's, it feels so amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's awesome. Well, and can you tell me why you decide to focus on women exclusively or? I mean, I would imagine oh, that's a, <laughs> numerous, you know, both sexes, but <laughs> you know what? That is a great story in itself. I actually was working with a business coach as I was trying to come up with what this message was. And in uh, meeting with him, he said to me, because he actually is a psychologist, and he said to me, You need to lead women. You women need to hear your message because he has, you know, being a psychologist, he 
seen a lot of the struggles that women are having with depression and all kinds of things. And he's like, you have a message that people need, that women need to hear. And honestly, if I can be super honest with your Q audience, I, I thought to myself, I don't like women. (laughs) (laughs) They scare me, you know, as a girl, like we tend to, you know, sometimes we don't always connect crazy good with each other. And I had spent a decade leading executives and CEOs and business owners who were 90% male in, in my demographic, because that's the company that I'm an executive at. They, it's a networking organization for business owners. And a lot of them are male and it was a super comfortable environment to me. And so for me to go, really, you want me to lead women? That's, that was a little scary for me. And so I thought, okay, I trust you. And actually I felt it so strong in my heart that there was no question that this is what I needed to do. And so I, it was funny. I left that appointment with him and I had all these errands to do. And I drove directly home to my husband. I'm like, you'll never guess what I'm going to do next. (laughs) And I just, he's like, you're right. That's what you need to do. And so how women win was born right there on my journal. And it is way fun. I love it being in the world of women. I, we were friends, we chat, we, you know, leading an executive live executive networking group full of men, um, comparing that to my online virtual networking that happens inside full of women. Like we never talk menopause. (laughs) 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 We We've never talked about, you know, nobody brings a baby and crying. Like, this is so fun to me. So that's really the whole story of why it is women. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah. hopefully that's kind of a lot of words, but hopefully no. that made a lot of sense. That's awesome. I, you know, I've always felt that way too. For some reason, I'm way more comfortable with men. But the great thing about when you're dealing with women, you can bring in so much more like feeling and emotion into it. And women really, you know, connect to that. And I think that that's, that's so helpful. And the way we see our world anymore, um, we have to, I mean, women have to have some sort of, you know, business or, and there's so many of these like little Etsy shops and stuff that are creeping up that's, you know, making women realize they have talent and that, you know, they have something to give to the world. And now we just need to figure out how to package that. So that's awesome. Well, other than trying to grasp, you know, the concept of working with women, what other challenges do you feel like you've had along the way in crafting this message and what have you learned from it? Okay. So I entered a world that I knew nothing about that meaning digital marketing. I, I knew, you know, I had a Facebook account that was about my experience with marketing in a digital sphere. And so for a year, I've studied and been to classes and conferences and followed the experts in several fields to learn how to do it. And that has been the hardest challenge, honestly, is like wrapping your mind around how to get a message out and to help it be seen when you have no relationship yet with the person that's seeing you, right? Because yeah. everything is about trust, right? Every Everything from the relationship with your dog <laughs> to your relationship with your family and, and even God, it's all trust-based. And so figuring out how to grow trust in an online sphere and then 
turning them into um, a relationship where we help each other. That's a challenge. And learning that, learning how to do that has been the hardest part. However, if any of your listeners are in the middle of that, like it feels like you'll never get it. Like it feels like you'll never understand Facebook ads. It feels like you'll never understand like building a funnel. It feels like you'll never understand. And, and then you all of a sudden you do. And the harder you work at it and the, the more time you put into it, it only costs time and money. <laughs> so if you're going to do it, you, you know, you'll get it eventually. But it almost feels like you can't for a long time. And then you suddenly will. And that's, that's kind of been the biggest struggle is getting over that can't can't get this it's not working it's broken again (laughs) (laughs) well and it is um, especially the older we get and stuff it is quite a challenge I think it's fun though being in the digital world in a way because it's something that I can do like you said um, having babies with you in tow you know as you're doing these kind of things and it's been such an eye-opener for my kids to watch me do stuff like this you know it makes them really think about well how can I have some sort of business online you know how can I do this and I think it's a really great teaching tool. And like you said, I mean, you have to, you learn by doing, you know, you can't get it unless you're out there struggling <laughs> and, and trying to figure oh, out those things. Exactly anyway. right. Yeah, it's exactly right. You know, and I, I always tell my kids that pain is the very best teacher. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Once you do something and you do it completely wrong and it, it breaks and it's, you'll never do it that way again. Like it just is the very best teacher. Yeah, for Learn- sure. Application learning always works the best for some reason. Mm-hmm. So so what do you feel like, you know, after you've been working with some people, what do you feel like maybe common struggles are that really kind of mindset blocks that help us so that we don't win, particularly women? So I think that probably was one was where I was a few years ago. And so where I was a few years ago is where a lot of my followers are now, right? And so I was in a place where I wasn't choosing what I was spending my time on, that life was choosing for me. So the moment when I realized and my eyes were open to viewing things as opportunity and like I was forced to or something, I remember this one time I was in the office of one of my former business partners and and we were in the middle of the, the, the recession and people were just starving for work and nothing seemed to be clicking. And he's like busily hustling around his office, kind of cleaning up while we walked in. And he just looks at me and his like eyes are like a little like deer in the headlights look. And he's like, there's just so much opportunity. I cannot decide which one to chase. I can't decide which one to pick to make money. And I'm looking at him like, what are you crazy? What world are you living in? How is that possible that the rest of the world outside of you seems to feel very different than that? And that's when I decided I need to change the way I view things. I need to change the way I look at the world, that there's actually opportunity a moment. You know, if I choose it, then that's a path for me that I want to chase. And, and that really changed everything for me was that moment right there 
That's interesting. I mean, and that is a common struggle. I mean, especially in our economic environment anymore is that we feel like we don't have very many opportunities. But how do you feel like you got over that mindset other than recognizing it was there? You know, what helped you change like to look at everything more as an opportunity versus like instead of a job, I guess, instead of, you know what I mean? I think one thing that that changed for me is I started saying yes to things and staying no, instead of saying no. And so when uh, something scary would come at me or something big, sometimes I think we go, mm, that's probably for someone else, but it's not for me. And so instead of viewing it that way, I started to say, yeah, I can do that. Whether or not I could or not, I wasn't the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I just decided I could. As soon as I decided that, then then opportunity opened to me, it feels like. And now, now it is a fire hose experience to me daily to try and choose, just like my business partner of what, what am I chasing here? Because there's too much for me to do all of it. Yeah. So it's super fun for me to expand my network and go, but that's a good thing for you. And here, this is for you. Here, <laughs> let me pass that over to you. <laughs> so I like I like that a lot, you know. Yeah, that's great. I think we do run from things, you know, that maybe if we're like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know how to do that. And then you're like, well, maybe you should ask this person, so, you know, but to take it straight on, there's such a great learning opportunity in that that we could be missing out on if we didn't just say yes. That's great. As a, a prime example of that is this summer, I was asked to organize a VIP hangar party for the Blue Angels. And it was for the Blue Angels are the, the group that fly in formation, right? Yeah. The Navy pilots that fly in formation and perform all over. And so they were coming to our town, as you know. And so I was asked to run this party with these pilots and all the sponsors that helped put on the event. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I have time for that. And of course, um, pay is zero. And hours are long and all of these things were set up front, right? And so I'm like, oh, geez, like, I have time for this? And should I say yes to something? So, you know, and then, and then at the same time, you think, why in the world would I say no? Why would I say no when you would have an experience that I might not ever have again? I might not ever be asked to do something like that again. Yeah. And so the party, I said yes, and we spent six months working on this. We had 700 people in attendance at this event. I had um, F-35s, <laughs> jets as the decor in the party. Like, this was exciting. And so it comes to the end of that, and you think, wow, that was fun. I wonder where that will go. Well, before that even ended, I got a, a phone call from another company saying, hey, uh, I see what you've been doing with the Blue Angels. Would you like to help us with this party? And we'd like to fly, fly you to Holland to meet our partners. Oh, that's and I'm cool. like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you say yes. Because so you, if so you're you, interested in... Just to recap, yeah. you know, you didn't get paid from no. doing the Blue Angel thing, but then this right. helped move into more of a paying thing then? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's not something I do. I'm not an event planner per se, but I do a lot of big events, obviously, but different, different, different field of interest. But, you know, I said yes, 
yeah, sure. We'll fit that in somewhere. Let's do it. <laughs> then you, then you build a team to help you get it done because you don't have time to do it all yourself. Of course. That's awesome. So. Well, and did you struggle? I mean, one of the things I, I've heard, I've, I don't know if you ever follow Christy Wright and her whole business boutique, but she talks about... How- yes, I've actually been. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, she talks yeah. a lot about how women struggle to ask to be paid. I mean, that's something I know I struggle with. You know, I just feel like I'm here to help and serve and do those type of things, but I feel really uncomfortable asking to be paid. Was that a struggle that you had when they came towards you and said, Hey, you know, can you do this? But now you're like, Hey, I want to be paid this time, you know, type of thing. No, not anymore. It may have been a struggle in a few years ago, but I told them I was expensive right up front. <laughs> and, That's awesome. And before I walked in the door to give him my bid, I upped it by 12 grand. So uh-huh. I'm like, no, nah, that's too low. I'm going to go up a little bit more and see what they say. So they said, yes. So I'm doing it. So it was a lot of fun. But I love Christie's events. I've been. It actually probably was the springboard to starting a lot of the things I do digitally because I watched her and how she did it. Yeah, actually uh, flew myself to Arizona alone on purpose. Didn't want any friends with me (laughs) (laughs) to go and get entrenched in this concept of maybe, you know, building a product that was an online product. And I love Daniel uh, Rappin. uh, What's his name? The rabbi. uh, Lappin. Lappin. There we go. Yeah, Lappin. Yeah, he has a beautiful analogy of money. He says that money is just simply a thank you note with president's faces on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's just um, evidence of how well you serve someone. And so the better you serve someone, then then the more thank you notes you get. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and um... And so it's just like the concept of, you know, if you went shoe shopping, I would never leave the store without giving them some thank you notes for the shoes I bought. Right. Yes. And so you just have to flip that around for you too. Like you're worth those thank you notes as well. It's not just the shoe shop that is. Yeah. Well, and I love, we talked about it yesterday in the group that I was in, but I've heard it before that when you ask somebody to pay for pay for something, you're actually doing them a favor, especially if you're providing a service. Um, You're actually doing them a favor because all of a sudden they have some skin in the game. You know, they all of a sudden will take it more seriously because they're paying you versus like, oh, any anything you get for free, you kind of take it for granted and you don't apply it. You know, you don't take it to heart, those type of things. And so you're actually doing them a huge service by asking to be paid. So I completely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me, how do you feel like your paradigm has changed over time and with experience of, you know, starting as an executive and now moving to, you know, your own entrepreneur of, you know, to help women win? How has my paradigm shifted? So that moment of uh, changing to seeing opportunity as is exactly that. There's a quote that I always quote, and it's um, actually there's two. There's one that says that opportunity always shows up in, in a pair of overalls disguised as work. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people are really afraid of that W word. And you don't need to be because the, the fun part is, is if you're actually doing what you love to do, then it's not really work. It feels like play. Like I struggle not working <laughs> <laughs> because I love what I do so much. 
it's kind of a disease and it's contagious. <laughs> so watch out. So, um, yeah. Well, and we went from um, farm kids that hated working because it was so labor intensive to doing something you love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it's, I, it made me understand, you know, my dad's world a little bit better and that, oh, that's what he has always done what he loves, you know, and, and that's what he was trying to teach us. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Well, I want to hear yeah. more about the nuts and bolts of your company and how you're really serving others, you know, really dive deep into that. Oh, this is fun. I love this. I'd love to tell you. So How Women Win is actually an online course that you can purchase. That business coach actually uh, came to me and said, hey, I would like to partner with you on this and help you build this and help you uh, in any way we, I can. And so I thought about that for about two seconds. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, you know, him being a doctor and specialized in health and psychology and nutrition and, you know, his life was lived in a way that I, I appreciated his family and collegiate athlete. And he himself had lost 160 pounds after finishing wow. college football and kept it off. I mean, this is a lot of neat reasons why it was a nice fit. So we kind of, I brought him in as a co-creator and of how women win, because I felt like my experiences were good and were, could help a lot of people. And then if we added in his science and he could back the things that I had experienced and have lived with some science and some facts and some data that to me was solid and valid. And so we built it out. It's been up for sale for early since early 2017. And basically uh, ladies come in, find us because they're generally looking for, they're at a spot in their life when they're ready to shift gears. In fact, they, they are maybe have been career women and they want to uh, scale up to a different level, or maybe they've been mothers and not been in the workplace and are ready to find something, whether it's a career or not, it's all the same. It's figuring out what you love. Some of my people are trying to start a business. I've got one gal that's about to open an addiction recovery uh, center, which I think you got to meet and she'll have eight beds in it and it will be for people just to recover because it's an experience that she's lived with her family. And, and that's beautiful for her to come to us and have her go through our program. And, and I'll tell you a few things about some of the stuff that helped her. I've got another lady that's wanting to fund a school in Africa. She lives in the States and um, with her hobby. And so she has this elementary school that she's passionate about for some reason in Africa and it's beautiful. So she's trying to grow something so that she can feel her passion for the school. I've got other ladies that have an entrepreneurial spirit like I do, but just need to channel it somewhere and figure out what that is. And so that's why they join and, and what, they're, what they're doing. So essentially, How Women Win, you can find us on Facebook. We're really vocal on there, teaching a lot of good content all the time. Um, we do these things called Winning Wednesdays when we interview. And you can see the interview and see the people, their stories, women. And I'll actually be interviewing tomorrow, um, which will be obviously passed when you when you have this podcast out. But 
Dr. Stephanie Nelson out of LA and she'll have a great message on, it'll be interesting on hormonal changes in men and women actually as we age and how it affects our career paths and how it, anyway, it's just kind of interesting all the things that she'll be teaching us. Anyway, so that's kind of like a huge gamut of the people that are in it, what it is. So seven modules, first one's the chase. Uh, what do you love to do? What, what is your passion? Let's help you figure it out. That starts with a passion assessment, passion finder assessment tool that we have. And we try and help you figure it out first. And then we go into the circle. That's module two. And that's um, how to build this team. Like I talked about earlier, you can't do it all yourself. You got you to gotta have a team around you. And then we go into the secret sauce, which is the magic. And that's uh, being a giver and how to change your mindset to believe in an abundance and that helping other people succeed really helps you succeed. And all of that, that's a whole lesson in itself. And we run through the lipstick and bookends and own it and the pivot. And all of those are kind of like the lipstick is that's talking about, okay, if you're going to do something new in your life, you need to make space and you need to create order so you have room to handle this and how you can do it. And then own it is helping you stick with it. Like so many times do we start something and then stop it? And what's going to make you make this thing, the thing that you stick with. And then we finally finish off with the pivot. And honestly, a lot of Dave Ramsey in the pivot, it's about finances and how to then handle your finances and, and, you know, some ideas and thoughts there that have helped us. So that's kind of the the gamut. We start with everything. We tried to cover everything that I felt to me was a a core need for um, me chasing my passion. And all of those things were important and significant factors in doing what I love to do. So hopefully all of that little recipe helps, helps a lot of ladies out there. Well, and that's really awesome. I want to reiterate or ask you again, um, but this isn't necessarily, I mean, we've talked a lot about entrepreneurship here, but it's not necessarily for that, correct? I mean, is that what? You know, I would say half of, it's about half and half with women that are just needing to focus on something and it's not all business. It's, it's a hobby. Sometimes it's a nonprofit. Sometimes it's, just nailing the thing that fills them. Yeah. You know, all of us want to live with purpose and you have to know what that purpose is before you can fill it. And so, you know, I, I see that a lot and it's, oh, it's so exciting to see a woman come in and I can feel her search. Like I can just feel her desire to catch up. It's, it feels like she feels that she's behind maybe when she gets into the group and, and then see her, you know, dive into herself and then finally it comes out and you're like, God, that's beautiful because (laughs) none of them are the same. None of them are the same. I mean, just those small examples I, I told you, they're, they're not the same and everybody's thing is different, you know, and, and yet it fills you in a different way. And so, Living in your passion and living your gifts and your talents, that's that's a full life, I really think. Yeah, I know we've talked a lot about that on our podcast. I mean, that's one of the reasons why, you know, we talk about the inspiration. I've talked to people about their mission. I mean, those type of things, because I really feel like 
to feel fulfilled in this life, we all have some sort of mission that we're here to do, you know, some sort of way that we're meant to bless other people. And sometimes if we can't find that, we have this feeling of frustration. I know that's how I felt before, you know, this, that kind of um, feeling like that there's something missing and you're trying to pinpoint that. I love part of her on her Facebook page. It talks about, you know, empowering women to win daily and live with peace and confidence. And I think that like, like we talked about it, that is more than just, you know, owning a business or feeling like you're successful just with money. It's just, it comes down to having that peace, that sense of you're doing the thing that you're meant to do <laughs> type of thing. Is that correct? Or? Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it feels different when you find it and when you do it, when you find that it <laughs> that you're missing, like, you come away totally beat and tired, but so happy. Like there is that peace and confidence is a real thing. And I felt it actually yesterday after our event, Rebecca, that you were at, I felt that like I was tired and, but yet so happy. And I felt like, yeah, that's it. That's the thing that I need to do. And, and that finding that for other women and watching it happen in them is that's that's better than dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Before we go on, please listen to this message. Does the idea of another four years stuck in a boring classroom while accumulating tens of thousands of dollars in debt before you can even begin your life seem daunting to you? Let the intellectually stimulating collaborative community of Praxis change your educational paradigm. With Praxis, you don't have to wait to ignite your future. You can begin today. Praxis combines an intensive three-month professional development program and a six-month paid apprenticeship with a dynamic growing company and a guaranteed full-time job placement. And the best part, no degree or debt is needed to get started. To get exclusive Firestarter information about Praxis, go to discoverpraxis.com backslash mine. Can you show me, can you teach me, what a woman can be? Welcome back to The Luminous Mind with Shelly Jorgensen who's helping women win. Well, and it charges up your soul. I mean, that's how I felt is that, you know, every time I come yeah. off of one of these calls, I just feel so recharged. It's, it's like you said, it can be right. exhausting and all those things, but you feel this, the sense of recharge, you know, in your life. So, well, and do you want to talk about that? I mean, we had a call and do you want to talk about what you're trying to do with the veranda? Oh yeah, that'll be really fun. Hi, this is really exciting. So I always felt like there was a product for how women win and we found it. And it's exciting because in my life as an executive, I lead business owners at live events. I'm not an owner of that company, but I am, I very much built that company beside the owner. And I've found that that is my passion is, is gathering people and helping them meet each other. I'm a fantastic connector. And so as How Women Win built, I could see it was time for it to have its product. And so 
I love the outdoors and I love flowers and beautiful things. And so I thought, we're going to meet on the veranda. That's where we're going to meet. That sounds like somewhere beautiful that we all women would like to hang out together <laughs> with flowers and everything. Cool breeze Never mind that it's through. happening. Yeah, cool breeze. Yeah. <laughs> Never, we get something delicious to, to eat in front of us and some soda or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, never mind that it's actually on in your home office at your computer. But if we call it the veranda and we meet there monthly and it turns into a, a beautiful experience. So Essentially, the veranda is a monthly international virtual networking experience for women in business. We meet on a Zoom call, actually, which is kind of like Skype, if you've ever used it. And so you can see all of your faces and you can talk and and interact. And, you know, there's been tears, there's been laughing, there's been so much development, uh, personal development through the veranda. Yes, in business. In fact, I had an amazing experience where one of the people on the veranda introduced me to a writer for Forbes magazine. And I was interviewed the very next week for an article. Um, she's writing actually for two other magazines. So that article will go on that one. And then in November, I'll be interviewed by Forbes on women and networking. And when you put yourself in a situation where you interact and you network with other people, with like-minded individuals, that takes you in paths that you never, ever anticipated. And that really becomes part of that saying yes to opportunity spot, right, that we talked about. Because um, you get in a situation where you are talking and interacting and networking and sharing your needs and sharing your struggles with other women. Um, that are givers, that believe in abundance, that want to help grow business, grow you, it changes you and it takes you in paths that you never, I would have never thought that I would have been interviewed by Forbes magazine. I never, but you you say yes to something and it goes places. And so I wanted, you know, connecting these executives in the live events that I've been working on for almost a decade now is so fun to me. I absolutely love it. But I thought, you know what, we can take this online and connect women all over the world. And that's exactly what's happening. So we basically meet all together as one big group. And I address the whole group. And um, and then I let another um, presenter address the whole group. And then we break off into what we call parties on the veranda. And inside these parties of five, and Rebecca actually was in our one of our parties oh, yesterday. So that was exciting. <laughs> ah, I loved having you there. <laughs> so in the party of five, each person talks about uh, four things. And they're your story, uh, your business, if you have one. Some do, some don't have a business. Your needs. And then you listen for advice from your from your party. And wouldn't you say that the advice part, was that the funnest part, Rebecca? Yeah, I I did. I was, you know, when we were talking, I'm like, I am, I'm doing something so different than all of these people. But it was really interesting. I mean, as people are sharing their ideas and stuff, you, I didn't know how I could help anybody or I didn't know if anyone could help me, you know, type of thing, because I'm like, I'm just so different. Yeah. 
whatever everyone else is doing. But, you know, once those those ideas come out or, you know, those feelings or thoughts come out, all of a sudden you're able to like, well, wait, you know, this might help you to do better here or or have you thought about doing this? And it was actually really inspirational. I was really surprised at how, like I said, I was doing something completely different than the other people, but they still had such great advice. And then I actually felt like, wow, maybe I'm I'm helping them come up with ideas that they haven't thought of either, you know, that because I just sometimes I think you just don't feel like you you really have ideas to offer people, you know, of what you what they can and can't do. And so you feel a little I felt a little shy at first, but it turned out to be a great thing, you know, great connections. I love that. I love that. And that's exactly true. And, you know, you're expert at one thing and you think it's just normal and, and not fancy and not important and not special. And yet, you know, the person sitting right next to you has no clue how to do what you are, what seems so natural and easy to you. And so I think that's the biggest thing is getting over that what you have is special and different to other people. And it is your expertise. You know, we all think, I think sometimes we need to be certified and have a degree in this expertise, but that's not really the case. It's, it's more something comes from inside of you and it is a gift, right? Yeah. And so once you start talking about yours, then everyone's like, oh, Rebecca, you're cool and you have this stuff. And Rebecca's like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, and, and, and Rebecca is cool and she has a huge following and and she's fancy and, and, you know, we don't always give that to that to ourselves by any means. Yeah. 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 It was neat. And then like, I think it's just helpful to sit down and chit chat. I mean, with people, you all of a sudden don't feel so alone in your pursuits. And I mean, I think that's one sad part about the internet world is that, you know, it allows us to work from anywhere, but at the same time, we are very isolated. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're kind of cut off. We're not in an office anymore collaborating. And that's really, sometimes we get stuck in our own brain, like, and we can't, we can't move past something until somebody, you know, until you have that collaboration going on. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, I can, I see an answer now, you know, type of thing. So I think it's great. Oh, you know, it is true. It allows us to work from anywhere and nowhere, really. Yeah. Like we, you are on an island a lot. And so, you know, coming, the veranda provides this opportunity to speak face to face with people. Gosh, you, you probably would never have met them, no, Rebecca, yeah. or... <laughs> No. Yeah. And so, and or like I said, I, I wouldn't have ever thought that there, we had a, some way that we could relate, you know, type of thing. Cause like there, we're doing totally different things, but it was definitely a neat experience. Well, what the future of that looks like is when you come back to the veranda, then you're placed with a brand new party. So we'll try not to have you sit with the same person twice in 12 months. So as the veranda grows, that will be the experience. So you will be meeting people from all over the world every single month. And and your network is just going to grow exponentially and and pretty thoroughly. Like, did you feel like you left with friends? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. did you Definitely. feel like, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So. It's the, I bet... I vet out who comes. And so you, when you come, you're like, okay, shall I trust them? I can already start there, you know? Yeah. And so that's how, that's how it starts at step two, right? Instead of step zero. 
<laughs> I already feel like I can trust you just because you're here. So that's, that's awesome. Well, great. And what kind of feedback are you getting about your message? How is it helping people to be more successful? My jaw drops, honestly, when I get messages from people and their thank you notes of, Shelly, I had no goals and now I have goals and I have a path and I have a purpose. And, you know, to be the one that maybe had a little tiny bit of help in getting them to that point where they felt like they had goals and direction again. So they could tear up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's very tender to me because I never want anyone to live there. I don't want it. I feel so blessed to... Ah, sorry. No, it's You fine. have crying people on your yeah, podcast. Oh, I, I, and Never. I cry. You know me. I cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been so blessed to be in a spot where I can choose my path. And I want to lead other people there as well. Now, everyone needs to understand that I work really hard at choosing my path. And that, yeah, there's a side gig going that funds my path, you know, and we all have to do that. We all have to do that with a really sound mind that there really are bills and there really is a mortgage and there really is debt and there really is, you know, kids and their soccer and their football and all of this costs, right. That we have to be funding constantly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in my life now it's college and tuition and books and scary big things like that, that I want to help my kids with. But so you, sometimes you do, you have to like do your thing that earns your, earns your money. And then, and then when you figure out and you get that going, you've got that money coming in, you're okay. You, you know, you can pay those bills okay, now I want to turn my head just a little bit and I want to figure out what I really love to do. And I'm going to keep this wheel spinning, keep it generating money so that I can pay for football and I can pay for, you know, college books and I can pay for this and like, you know, keep that going. Don't ever walk away because that's, that's irresponsible and we can't do that. But what we do then is we bring in our passion and you think you don't have time for it, but you do. And it fits in the cracks of your day. Yeah. And if you really love something, it fits. And that's because this wheel that you're spinning over here, that maybe you're paying for all this stuff that, you know, the, you know, all of the, the, the real job, I should say, you'll speed up at it. You'll find time. You'll get up earlier. You'll stay up a little later. You'll, you'll think about it at lunch. You'll, you know, you'll, you'll find the cracks. And then your passion will spread and grow. And pretty soon, if your goal is to monetize your passion and then replace that other income, it, it's a slow process, but it can happen. Yeah, It really does. Get off Facebook, except on Wednesdays when it's Winning Wednesday, right? <laughs> and um, that's one thing that was really awesome. You know, you hear about, you know, when you get on social media and you're just perusing, sometimes it can create um, a little bit of depression, like because everyone's seeing their best side. But that was the cool thing about being mm -hmm. on that call yesterday, even though, you know, we're still kind of networking in a way, <laughs> but it was much more impactful because I feel like we were being a lot more real than what you would see on, you know what I mean? I came away with a good feeling, not feeling like, wow, I'm a total loser. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like that sometimes you get from social media. So definitely, I mean, we, that's our yes. TV that we have to shut off today. <laughs> so. Yes, it is. It's true that, you know, right. inside the veranda, we, you know, I think we, we caveat that well, because we say, 
things like, okay, I want you to talk about the real truth here. I want you to talk about what's broken, what's busted and what your needs are. <laughs> and, you know, and if, if you say it that way, then, then you, painting that rosy, beautiful picture kind of leaves like everyone, no matter if they're growing a business or trying to find their passion, has something that's broken or busted or, you know, <laughs> or needs help with, and also in no matter what size of business you own either, there's always something that needs attention. And so bringing it up to other like-minded individuals, I think that's what helps take away the that beautiful facade that social media can create in front of us so much. Yeah, yeah. And you come away with a real connection. It's great. So give me an idea of maybe a personal habit that you feel is really helpful to be successful in finding, you know, your win. Oh, wow. That is fun. You should keep a list of this somewhere. I'd love to read it. This is fun. <laughs> you probably have one. No, I do. I like right here. This. I'm looking at it. <laughs> oh, I, I want to read it. I'm going to have to find it. Oh, so my personal habit. So I've had three things my whole life that I've done, and they are exercise. I am one that needs that. I have to have it. It's uh, it's my morning Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those endorphins uh, not a, are addictive, right? Yep. And, and there are types of that that I hate and so that I don't do them because remember, I only do what I love. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm a hater of Zumba. I cannot move my body like that. So I, 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 I never go to that class. I love to run. I love the smell of the sounds outside with my dog, you know, learning from podcasts, cool people like you are in my head all the time when I'm running. And um, so exercise is one. I've always done journal writing. Journal writing is big to me. I feel like um, there's a lot of healing. And in fact, when I was trying to figure out what How Women Win is, that was the advice that Dr. Drew gave me was, and my, now is my business partner, Dr. Drew Brazier. I don't think I've even said his name. He told me to write. I needed to write 30 minutes a week about what this was, what this thing was. He's like, you've got to get this out of you. Like, what is it? And um, so writing, uh, journal writing exercise, and then um, scripture study in the morning has always been my thing. Um, and a lot of people that aren't, you know, that maybe aren't even necessarily religious are really turning to some inspirational type of reading or messaging in the morning. Mm -hmm. And um, and I love that. I I've always done that, uh, maybe not perfectly, but it's been my three things pretty much my whole life. Yeah, so. yeah, I heard that too, that that it's really a, a source of inspiration for a lot of people. I mean, even if you're reading the, I'm trying to think, like some Buddha's writings and stuff like that, I mean, there's there's books like that that you can read, but definitely I, I will echo that, that the scripture is definitely a source of inspiration. You know, it helps us kind of understand more, like I said, of that mission that we're meant to be. So, and I love the writing. I'm going to have to start implementing that. <laughs> I'm horrible at that. Yeah, writing, writing, it not, it's, and it was interesting. And inside of my How Women Win course, we talk about this um, a lot in one of the modules. And it's, and we talk about the power of the pen. And there truly is, and Dr. Drew goes through like the science behind, like seriously, pen to paper is different than fingertips to keyboard. And, you know, getting paper in front of you and writing things down, it, it is healing, it is 
is truly healing. Yeah. So that's great. Well, I want to hear maybe your long-term goals and how that's going to work into the legacy that you hope to leave. Wow, that's exciting. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Sit down. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, so fun. So long-term goals. So obviously growing how women win into a much bigger experience with a lot more women in the program. Growing the veranda to me is my future. It's where my passion lies. It's my genius zone. It's it's what I'm good at. And so now that I feel like I've found that, actually this week, tomorrow actually, depending on when you're listening to this, but um, I'm actually headed to Thailand and Cambodia to do some service, a service trip, something I've always, always wanted to do. And I'm not a dentist, but I'm traveling with some and I bought scrubs. So apparently I'll be trained <laughs> when I get there. <laughs> but these good people that we're going to go find and go meet, they say they've never seen a doctor, not even when they were born. I'm sure it will be a real eye-opening experience to me. But what I'd like to do is I love helping, like just like all of us do. And so I'd like to incorporate this service minded mindset into the veranda, into how women win. And and maybe, you know, in the future, we'll do these service trips as part of and ravel them up with some networking, right, experience as well. And, you know, I go to a ton of conferences, I go to a ton of things, and they're all at beautiful hotels, and, and we all look nice and stuff. But, and I learn a lot, but I would like to partner that with doing some good for the community that we're in and, you know, seeing the hard side of life opens our eyes in ways that, that changes us. So, so very much. We, we've been involved uh, for the last three years. We've used, we've done something called operation Christmas magic. And I think it probably spearheaded my heart's desire for this to become my legacy and like you said, is, is this, um, you know, bringing women together, getting dirty together, get, get, get to help people in good ways and then grow ourselves as well. And Operation Christmas Magic, can I share what that is real fast? Sure. Because maybe someone else would like to do it in another place. But yeah. if this is, this is not an official part of my business, it's just something that will be the funnest thing you do all year. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm I'm recruiting Miss recruiting Mrs. Clauses all over the world. And um, um, a few years ago, we decided we wanted to bring the magic back into Christmas. You know, my kids kind of grew up, and you know, you get to that point where all you're buying is electronics. <laughs> that doesn't bring a ton of joy. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, what what can we do? And so we actually saw. On YouTube, I think uh, there's this, you should look it up. Everybody should look it up. It's called WestJet Christmas Miracle. And it's WestJet, this regional airline out of Canada, does this project. They did this project and filmed it. Oh, it's so fun. So they basically have Santa in the boarding area and people give their wishes. And then while the people were flying, they, uh, people in the arrival city were shopping for what they wanted. And so then down the baggage claim comes all these beautiful wrapped gifts that, you know, one guy asked for a pair of underwear and he got it. (laughs) Another another guy asked for a big screen TV and he got it. Like, (laughs) so funny. 
<laughs> and so we thought, oh, how can we pull something like that off? I want to do something this big. And I told my kids that. And so we all kind of went to work on it. And my oldest son was like, why don't we use a theater instead of a flight? And I'm like, well, we, we can pull that off. I don't have an airplane, but we got a theater. Like, <laughs> we, got, we got this. So that's what we do. We invite families to come and meet with Santa and share their wishes on Christmas Eve morning. We decided to do it on Christmas Eve morning because that's what we should be doing on Christmas Eve, right? Yeah. Like making everyone's day. Like it's the best. It All the little details that you think are important, like getting the napkins just right on the Christmas. No, like seriously, this is way more fun <laughs> than than all those details that tend to tend to overwhelm us at Christmas. So we invite these families and our favorite families to help are the ones that are on the upswing in life that are trying to change their world. Like they've maybe had a really hard year or maybe a death in the family or, you know, the people that aren't always served, but are just needing a grand surprise. So we invite them to a movie with Santa, they give their wishes. And then in adjacent theater, I have all these shopping elves hidden and from them. And so they're giving the wishes. Santa is mic'd and on camera. And in the other theater, their wishes are being broadcast to the shopping elves. And so the lights go down, the, the movie starts, and our shoppers hit the town to buy everything they wished for. That's so neat. And it is so fun. Like, but Santa's super bossy. So if you're going to pull this off, you have to have a bossy Santa. And that <laughs> means that if dad isn't going <laughs> to, if dad isn't going to say a wish, then dad, then Santa has to pull a wish out of dad because we shop for everyone. Oh, that's and, awesome. and that's important because you know what, when dad asks for, well, I guess I could use a pair of work boots uh, so I can go to work. Yeah. And Santa says, what size? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and mom says, I really need a pair of snow tires or a set of snow tires. And Santa says, what make, <laughs> what model, <laughs> what year? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then the movie ends and we bust in the door and we deliver all their gifts. And honestly, it is just a big sob fest. Like all of us is the happiest thing. Honestly, my kids, every year we come home and we're like, let's just give away all our presents. We don't need to. <laughs> because <laughs> it's filled you so much that you're like yeah I don't need these <laughs> that's awesome yeah so yeah spread the word so if you are if you want to be a, uh, or observe you can find a Mrs. Claus Operation Christmas Magic on Facebook it's a secret of course it's a secret right yeah, exactly. <laughs> the secret group so um, just jump in there and I'll approve you guys if you want in and you can see it happening in other places and we'll all put our ideas in there. It is not a formal anything. It's not a 501c3. It's not, it is just a bunch of community members with a really grand surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so. I'm, that would be awesome to see it, to see this happen. This is actually going to go live right before December. So I think that would be, I mean, definitely get in touch. It was Shelly. She said she put it together in like, what, nine, seven, nine days before Christmas, the first one. Was that? Yeah, but I remember that I'm slightly a bit of a nutcase, but um, <laughs> I did. We came, <laughs> we came up with this idea nine days before Christmas Eve. Now, the money behind this comes from the executive 
networking group that I run locally. And so, you know, you have to have some sort of a, maybe a church or some, some group that wants to be the shoppers and they are your funding for this. They're the donors and they want to be. And in fact, you, you just watch, like, you'll have to keep this under control because once <laughs> people find out how fun this is, like everyone wants in, they just love the idea. And so that's why I started telling other people about it. For a long time, I kind of kept it quiet because if you get this word out, then maybe people will stand in line to be <laughs> shopped for. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought, well, we can't, yeah, we can't let anyone know. And so I actually was invited up on stage at an event in LA and they had heard about what I was doing. And so it was really one of the first times I had shared Operation Christmas Magic very much. Oh my gosh, everyone in the room's like raising their hand. I want to do this. I want to do this. And I watched this idea kind of try to spread internationally. It jumped the pond. And <laughs> I'm like, cool. oh. <laughs> and so then, you know, I start talking to people and they're like, Shelly, if you don't share this, then you're actually taking Christmas from children. <laughs> <laughs> Way to feel guilty. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> Build me a Facebook page and let's go. Come on, let's, let's get this out there. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> before we say goodbye, we've been talking for over an hour now and it's been super fun. But before we oh, say goodbye, God, sorry, everyone. <laughs> no, that's fine. But before we say goodbye, uh, do you have any final parting words for our listeners? And then give us your contact information, how we can get in touch with you. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, sorry we went so long. I had so no. much to say. And also, Christmas is so fun. We have to talk <laughs> yeah. about that for sure. And like I said, this is going to go um, live right so before then. So <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. So parting words will be my other favorite saying. And it is, if you want something you've never had before, then you need to do something you've never done before. Oh, that's great. And so my mission, so I'll say that again, if you want something you've never had before, you need to do something you've never done before. So my mission to change came because our family had some debt that I didn't want. And so I had to do something I'd never done before. And so that was my why at the beginning was this hatred of <laughs> debt that we'd accumulated as a family. And, and then my why has changed into now, oh my gosh, you are my why. You know, these women that write me a thank you note for helping them find their way. Oh my word. That's my why now. And, and it's beautiful to me. How do you find us? So I don't even have a website up yet. I will soon. Um, but it's just How Women Win on Facebook. And it's a lot of neat women inside of there. Now, the Facebook page itself is not where the real action happens. There's a lot of great information, a lot of great interviews. Winning Wednesdays happen on there. You'll learn a ton. But where the magic starts is if you get involved in our How Women Win program, uh, right now, it's for sale for four ninety seven. Um, it is going to go up to nine ninety seven here very shortly. But if you purchase and jump on board, then you get inside our our closed Facebook group, and that's where the action happens inside of How Women Win, and then also inside the veranda. And so those two places, that's all that's all where it happens. Now, the Veranda actually is a closed Facebook group on its own, so you can find that as well. If you are a business owner and you're interested in participating in an upcoming virtual event, 
then just get request to get in there. I'll talk to you a little bit and uh, we can see about getting you an invitation to the veranda. All of it's fun, yeah. but I, you know, I hope maybe we can make a connection and with your audience and maybe help someone find their, their thing, their it, their passion. Cause it's, it's a fun place to be. That's great. Well, again, we've been talking with uh, my good friend, Shelly Jorgensen. She's with How Women Win. You can find her at facebook.com backslash How Women Win. However, we're going to be sure to link all that information that we've discussed today on our website as well. But thank you so much, Shelly, for coming on and joining us and helping to light our minds on fire on this important topic of winning with our mission and our goals. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, such a pleasure visiting with you. And I, I love your success. Keep going, girl. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Luminous Mind. To learn more about Shelley Jorgensen, go to our show notes at theluminousmind.net. Be sure to become a subscriber to our free email list and get our new monthly newsletter. Then check out the services tab to see how we can continue to assist you, our fire starters. Also, to help us continue production of illuminating content, go to the Sponsor tab at theluminousmind.net for more information on sponsorship and affiliate programs. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Google+, Pinterest, and now Instagram. Get our free audio content by subscribing on YouTube, iTunes, and Stitcher. To help us grow, consider these easy ways. Tell your friends about us, leave us a review, share our content, Tell us how we can help you so together we can continue to light minds on fire and change the paradigm of education.